This is Infection, the survival podcast recorded live on Tuesday, January 8th, 2019, episode 208. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of Infection, the survival podcast. Infection is your source for the latest information on survival video games. We bring you the latest news, reviews, updates, and more each and every week. My name is Nick Craig. You can follow me on Twitter at Nicholas M. Craig. Of course, you can visit our website. That's InfectionPodcast.com. Ladies and gentlemen, he is back from the dead. I will spare you from having to listen to me talk for a whole hour again. With the very raspy voice, Brian with a, a, a cold, a virus, Aldridge. Hello, yeah. Brian. Hey, it's good. <clears throat> Sorry about that. <laughs> it, it's good to be back. Uh, if you want to find me at Voice Computer on Twitter, or of course, you can check out my blog, biteoftech.com. Uh, and you'll notice I do have a scratchy voice. So we'll see. I think I'll be able to last you the whole show. I've got tea, got water, and it's a lot better than it was. It last was bone week, broth. I never been. I need the bone broth, the bone broth. <laughs> no, no bone broth today. Well, okay. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, if, if you uh, if you go to our website, infectionpodcast.com, make sure you go check out. We have a link to our Steam group. You get notifications before the show starts. We have our Discord group is where we hang out and talk throughout the week. Whenever we do our Friday night game nights, all those things are done uh, through Discord. Of course, we have on there a link to our YouTube channel, our audio-only forums, and then all of our show notes for all 200 now 208 episodes regular episodes of infection so Pretty make sure uh, make sure you go check it out yes and uh we're glad you're feeling better even though you don't sound great i, I know you're feeling much better uh compared yes. to last week I, I think that was the first i i don't i, I don't you think you've ever missed was, a show before no yeah that was my first episode that i wasn't able to make. so we're now one now we're even we're one in one i missed yeah, that one episode, one, you yeah. know I was, you know, getting hit by a hurricane. You just had a little cold. I mean, it's fine. I mean, we're not counting or anything. We're not trying to, you know, make this into a competition. But you know, I'm just, you know, just saying. Um, yeah, I was here. I was here in chat. You did so all the nothing, and you did comments. all the prep too. Yeah, and I did all the prep too. So <laughs> I just couldn't do the talking. Well, we're glad you're back. And um, I guess before we start, um, get into some news and whatnot. It's it's actually surprisingly quite a light news week. I'm sure we'll be able to fill up almost two hours here. Nevertheless, um, I know you guys have still been playing some Atlas, and Atlas was the game of the week. I think I said on last week's program that I really just wasn't feeling Atlas, and I held through to my word. I am really just not feeling Atlas. I mean, I saw a whole group of people playing Friday night, and I'll tell you what, Brian, I had no incentive, no drive, no motivation to play that game at all whatsoever, and and I haven't since. Well, and I think that you're probably not the only one. I know that there's a lot of people playing right now, um, but I think some of the the way that the game is structured, it's going to be a struggle for them to maintain players. Uh, first of all, you take a look at something like like Ark. Ark has maintained its player base not through the public servers, not through the official servers. Correct. The the official servers are. Where a couple people, I mean, you have servers that are being run by five people to where they're just, there used to be a big group that played, five people are left, and they have such powerful dinos and everything else that they can control the whole server, and there's really not that many people playing on the server. Um, this doesn't work that way. You can't go into that mode. Um, and the, the 
experience is so different from a public to a private server that I don't think they're going to be able to replicate it like they have on private servers. It's very difficult to have, uh, what is it? I mean, 30 something servers running and simultaneously to be able to mimic what the public servers, the official servers on these run. Yeah. So I, I think it's going to be very difficult for them to transition right now. It's new right now. It's fresh. Uh, but I think it's going to be very difficult for them to transition after these initial, everybody's kind of got their zone. Then what do they do right now? Everybody's kind of fighting for space. Eventually that's going to settle out. Yeah. Uh, and, we, you know, and then what's going to happen? Exactly. And, and I don't know if, I don't think, let's not open with Atlas today. Cause there is actually some news that in regards to that, what you're talking about with zones and whatnot. Um, so we'll get into that a little bit later on in the program. Um, but I just, I mean, I, I know that the group is still, I'd say you probably have lost what, maybe a third of our active players, maybe even half of, of our, of our group of people that we're playing. Does that sound about a third or a half? Which one of those is closer? Um, yeah. I mean, we're, we're kind of on a private server now. I yeah. mean, we have, we have our official server that we're on, but right now, I mean, there's so many, there's such big issues that we'll go into here in a little bit happening to where you're at such a risk playing on a public server. I mean, if, if we wanted to, and, I, and as I said, we'll go into this in a minute, how, but if we wanted to, we could go through as a group of, of five, 10, 15 people and sink almost every boat in the game right now, if we wanted to, that's a problem. And that should, that shouldn't be, that should not be happening. And so like we have a huge ship that it's just about built that we have not taken out of the dock because that overnight could be taken away just because of a glitch that they have not bothered to patch. Yeah, it is. Um, it's definitely an uphill battle. Um, and we'll get into a little bit of the Atlas news a little bit uh, later on here into the program. What are you feeling for um, for your for Friday night, Brian? Uh, for game of the week wise. Well, I'm not sure people are going to want to do Atlas again. I, I think probably um, not. I I have a recommendation. A game that sure. I've been playing uh, actually quite a bit here in the past couple of days. We haven't played Fortnite in a while. And they've uh, okay. they're doing a lot of cool stuff over there. So I will propose Fortnite as our uh, Friday night game of the week. Yep, I'm up for that. Um, I haven't played it in a long time. I suck at it. That's I'm, I'm, I'm awful too. Um, <laughs> but our our friend Sean, um, for some, I think he had he had some family members in town that were a little bit younger, and he said they were pestering yeah. him to play Fortnite. They were like in their early early teens. And he said, well, fine, I played. And he goes, it's actually, it's actually pretty good. So he uh, conned me into playing and, and I've played probably, I don't know, 25 or 30 matches over the past week or so. And um, yeah. I've been, I've, it's fun to play every once in a while. So uh, that'll be our Friday night game night. It's I'll to reinstall it. Yeah, I had to reinstall it as well. Um, but fortunately, uh, if you don't already have an Epic account set up, this is a great opportunity to do so. Get your account for the Epic store and um get your free game i believe it's super meat boy for the next couple weeks um yeah so they had subnautica which ended which i missed Uh, no i think i think super meat boy is only is it isn't it only for a couple more days or is it a month it might be be a couple more days um i'll double check really quick because i have i have the app open but um yeah so make sure you go in there and get because this is for a limited amount of time then they'll announce another one that they're going to open up that you can get um, but Super Meat Boy is the free one right now. So every two weeks, they announce a new game that they're yes. giving away for free. 
which is a very interesting strategy. And we've discussed that kind of in so January 10th. So two more days. You have two more days. Um, after that, it's going to be what remains of Edith Finch. That'll start on the 10th. Uh, and the, so from the 10th on, you'll be able to play that. I think that's a single player type of a game, a story game. Uh, but if you want to get Super Meat Boy, which is kind of a competitive uh, side scroller, very difficult. I mean, it's a, something that people do speed runs on and all kinds of things. So uh, if you're in that into that kind of a game, make sure you grab it. There you go. And um, create your Epic account. It's free. Download Fortnite. It's free. And uh, we'll be playing that Friday night. And uh, if you've never played it before, I know a whole bunch of people um, that don't. I know a whole bunch of people that haven't played Fortnite that have just heard about it. If uh, you're looking to give it a try, Friday night might be a good time to do it. We'll have a group going and uh, we're all awful at the game. I think I don't know of any of our groups. I don't know of anybody in our group that plays it religiously. So I'm going to imagine we're all going to be pretty bad. But nevertheless, we'll have a good time. And we'll do that Friday night, 8 p.m. Eastern. You can join our Discord. All the links, all the information is on our website. That is infectionpodcast.com. All right, Brian. Um, we don't have a whole lot of notes this week. But there are a couple of bigger, uh, not a whole lot of updates, I should say. It's been kind of a slow, yeah. even last week, th- there was some there was some stuff. But it, the last couple, it was the just, dev teams haven't made it back. I mean, they did a huge rush before Christmas. Everybody got did. a ton of stuff out. And then uh, this is kind of like the two weeks of just getting back to work. So it'll take them probably a week to get another, you know, whatever set of updates out. So I want to talk about something, but it's not even in the notes here. Um, but I do want to talk about something that we have gotten um, we've gotten criticized for in the past, and we've talked about loot boxes and yeah. how um, this this idea of online gambling per se in a game like H one Z one or a game like PUBG where you are buying a mystery box or a mystery key to unlock, and it's just a H one Z one I think is probably the most gambling example it's like literally like a like a a, a, a wheel that spins and you know with the wherever the little pointer lands you get the prize and i think you you and i held the stance that I, this doesn't need to be regulated by anybody this is not this is not like going to a casino and putting dollar bills or, or quarters or change into a machine but there was a situation uh that's been peaking over the past couple of weeks and it it doesn't affect gaming specifically, but I think it could uh, I think it could traverse down and affect the gaming. A couple of pretty popular YouTubers, one of them is Jake Paul, um, yeah. did a and um, he did a, a video with a sponsor and rice gum. And rice yeah. gum. They did a they did a video. They were sponsored by a company. I don't remember the name, and it's something.net, lootboxes.net, maybe something like that. Um, Mysterybox.net. Mysterybox.net, something like that. And the whole concept is you go, yeah, definitely not a sponsor. Well, I take their $10,000. So, I mean, I'll take that all the way to the bank and you'll be hearing about it every five minutes on this podcast. I'll tell you that. Um, so they, they took this sponsor and which is not a problem. It's capitalism. You're allowed to make money online. Not a problem. But uh, Jake Paul specifically, I'm not sure about rice. has got a very young audience, which again is not a problem. He's just got a, a younger audience in comparison to uh, the majority of YouTube. So teenage boys love him. Teenage boys and, 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 and prepubescent boys and and girls. He's very popular with probably kids in the nine to thirteen range. I don't know what you call them, nine to fifteen, whatever you call that range. Maybe even yeah. eight. So he's very popular in that age range. So he takes on this sponsor, and the whole concept is you go on this website, 
and you it you buy a a, a chance you essentially buy it a, a virtual loot box where you can win like 150 million dollar houses rolls royce cars uh, lambos it's just just like nonsense stuff and some of them apple macbooks um massive gaming computers sneakers uh supreme uh, a merchandise a whole bunch of things that are relatively expensive and you put yeah. real money on this website and if you win the product you can trade in the you can sell the product back to the site for a profit if it's something you don't want or you can have them ship it to you. That's the premise. There's some more detail. H3H3 and Ethan over there did a did a I thought a really good video on deconstructing it in his kind of comedic fashion. So if you're really yeah. interested in the nitty-gritty details, please go watch that video. This is a very gross simplification. And he got under a lot of criticism for that. So I don't want to dive into that too much because it it's that's it doesn't pertain to what we do here. But I think something like that which is in now I don't know about you Brian that is that seems like that seems more like gambling to me than buying a skin on Fortnite or not or not Fortnite Fortnite doesn't do that um H1Z1 or PUBG or any any CS:GO any of these other games where you where you are mysteriously getting an in-game item now this is pay us money for a virtual chance to win real products that's yeah, but the they're also setting the value. <clears throat> Part of the problem is they're setting the value. It, it, when you're doing skins in game, the value is being set by the public. So you're going to another site where Steam. someone is saying, "I feel that this is worth this much." Mm -hmm. Well, not not even necessarily Steam, yeah, you're but right. like you know the trading sites. Yeah, yeah, the trading sites. They're of saying they're saying, "I see this. Here's what I value this object at. I'll give you this much for it." The person that is selling you or that is giving you the gaming company that is giving you that skin is not then making generally a cut of that money. If you if you use the Steam marketplace to do trade sales, yes, they will make a cut. But what was happening most before was they were going to these external websites and they were trades. The original company wasn't making any money. So the only part they were making money on was the original loot box sale. And then all that extra stuff that was being tossed around and money that was being pretty much thrown away. Now, you can say, though, when they were encouraging people to open hundreds, and because I think H1Z1 skirted this line pretty closely to where they, they were encouraging people to open up as many as they could because they knew the value of them on these other sites. So they were pushing open these loot boxes, open these loot boxes because you can make a lot of money of them outside. It was had nothing to do with the actual, I want all these skins in game. But let's be clear with that. You were taking your money, turning that into virtual currency, and it was staying a virtual currency. It was staying, it, you yeah. were getting a skin. Now, again, you could, I mean, you can sell your World of Warcraft account. You're not supposed to, but you can sell your World of Warcraft account on eBay or some other site for money. You can sell any, you can sell a whole bunch of virtual products online for money. It's Which not is what I like into. I mean, it's not that it's a good thing to do. But you can. I mean, but companies companies like like blizzard have gone in and put pretty much made changes to prevent that from happening rather than saying oh we're going to ban you all for doing it they said all right well let's make it to where there's no point so they made it so you could pretty much buy a token to level up your character yeah they did all these things to make it to where that was no longer but an issue I, 
these other companies act like they're the victims. Well, when, I, but I, I'm just trying to draw the parallel that it's not just like the only thing people are buying online are chances to win skins. I mean, people sell RuneScape accounts. I mean, that, that is a that, that that I think is still a pretty common thing. I know Blizzard's fixed it, but th that was a relatively popular thing when I was in when I was in was it late middle school, early high school. People was buying and selling RuneScape accounts online. It's been and yeah. my point is it's been happening. Okay, so now let's take this uh, uh, mystery box website and and do some compare and contrast to video game loot boxes, which you and I have had the hard stance on. Well, I don't know how hard of a stance it is, but you and I, I think, have both had the stance. This does not need to, because uh, some senator or some state legislator in Hawaii said that we need to pass legislation to regulate this, which I think you and I both said was ridiculous. And and I mean, it would be nice just because we wouldn't have to deal with them, but it's not it's not the right decision. <laughs> it just would be nice because you wouldn't have to deal with loot boxes anymore. Well, it's but, here, but that's not so it just because you don't like something doesn't mean that you should have it banned. <laughs> well, that, yeah, that's that's maybe, that's maybe another conversation. Um, so what I think the problem, what I what I foresee happening here though, is this loot box, this mystery website box thing is going to end up affecting loot boxes in video games because this thing games, has yeah. blown up the the associated press for people that don't know how media works at least in america the associated press wrote an article about this jake paul rice gum mystery box thing and the way the associated press works in america is almost every small town newspaper and even big newspapers like the new york times and washington post subscribe to the what's called the the, the association associated press wire service and you, it, it's, you pay, it's expensive, but you get access to all of these articles to publish in your paper or your online website or any TV news station, radio station. They do the same thing. So once the associated press... you all the press, filler content that you need. Yes, it's filler content because a newspaper can't afford to, to employ people. Hire 20 writers for every day. Exactly. They have a couple local writers. Everything national comes from other places. Nevertheless, the associated press has published something about this, and now you are starting to see this story trickle onto local TV stations, local radio station websites, and local newspapers all over the country and all over the world, but specifically in America. And I'm not going to make any crazy bold predictions because I don't really know where it's going to go, but I have a feeling now that where you've got this situation where specifically kids, because that is Jake Paul's audience, not a problem, but again, specifically kids, his demo was being... There was being they were being promoted to being targeted. Go on this website, give us money, and we will ship you a product if you win it. That I think is going. That may be. I mean, I don't think that may be the straw that breaks the camel's back with loot boxes in video games. I think you could see a. You want to know what I think? What I think is going to be the driving factor? No, you can't. No opinions from... allowed. <laughs> yes, what's going <laughs> yeah. on? So uh, my issue is I'm thinking what the local states and, and the government are, are going to look at is the fact that they view that there is money being transferred that's not having proper taxes put on. Because mm, yes. obviously there's big money behind this. The, the government's going to look at it as here's gambling that's happening that we don't have the ability to tax in a proper way because they're sending them items. These people are not going to be claiming this on their taxes. Now, the the transaction that I think is really going to hurt them that I think the government will use to go after them is the fact that you supposedly win this item and then you sell it back 
for a profit to the website. That is a transaction of cash, whether or not the cash is actually going into your hands and then going back, they're treating it like an actual transaction. There should be taxes paid even on that click. Well, right. To, but to go a step further, when you sell something in the Steam marketplace, that is income. Yes. When you, you sell on these trading sites. Yeah, absolutely. It is. It, it is. It is. It is. It is uh, actually the Steam marketplace. I don't know because you can't cash out of the Steam marketplace. You can't take cash, but I know that that if you're selling something on the Steam marketplace, all that's you have all these tax forms that you've done. Yeah. So Steam has covered all their bases. This website has not, because you uh, just watching the Jake Paul video as he's sitting there and clicking, and oh, or and even Ricegum, he did it too. He's like, oh, this this is worth Ricegum. I think the $10, video is worth. Yeah. Came out. He's like ten thousand dollars. I'm gonna sell it back. I'm gonna make this much money, and he was talking like that. The second that an IRS person hears that, they're like, oh, you made that much money? You made eight grand? Yeah. That's, you just uh, made eight grand and they just sold it back. And now it's like it's like trading on the stock market. You know what? You're paying taxes on all that money because you have to report you it. You absolutely here, do, yes. Here they are not, they're treating it like it's, oh, it's just a click. It's just a game. It's just going back and forth. It's not real money yet, right? It's just a prank. Not <laughs> I received something. Uh, yeah, it's just a prank. <laughs> That's the problem is they're going to go after these guys and I think companies are starting to become more scared of this. I mean, look at Amazon. They now charge taxes Everywhere. on everything that they ship. I love it because I don't have to sit there and do taxes on a million things at the end of the year. It's paid yeah, personally. Yeah. I used to love it in uh, in New York. I never, they never had any fulfillment centers or anything. So I used to just, I used to be able to fly scot-free on that. And then of course, at the end of the year, I paid my taxes to the IRS as I should have. I did do reporting on that. And it's like, how many items did you purchase that you didn't pay taxes on? And I just had pages <laughs> of stupid things from little, you know, a bag of screws to just all the stupid stuff I was using for my business. It was a pain. So yeah, um, so I, I think that that's going to be, I think that's, what's going to be the driving force that the government will step in and say, because first of all, this isn't out of overseas company. This is probably somewhere out of China. I mean, it's, it sounds like it's coming. It's out not of China a U.S. I don't. It's not a U.S. company, from what no. I understand. And so, but they're dealing in a .NET domain, which is a U.S. domain. I mean, just well, I'm going to go get a little bit of technical here. But a lot of times you'll see .dot whatevers that are out of the country that you see these sites on because the U.S. does not have jurisdiction over that domain name. It's um, but the thing is they're, they're running on a dot net, which is, is something I think that's a, actually a U.S. It's it, a dot network. It's U.S. Uh, domain registrar. It's a it's called mystery brand dot net is the dot website. Um, so I'm looking, the government see. could step in and shut them down overnight because all they have to do is pull their domain name, which is kind of crazy. I don't know why they did a dot net and didn't do something that that doesn't have jurisdiction here. Yeah, I'm not. I don't know exactly. Uh, yeah, they're in Poland, um, according to their privacy policy. So, nevertheless, I don't really particularly. I don't really. I doubt. I, I doubt that they're because they're not shipping those things from Poland. I bet that their office that they're operating out of is in Poland. I bet is. you a lot of this happens in China because they're dealing with products. Probably counterfeit are shoes. Seeing their real products. Yeah, they're seeing their real, but I would. I would be surprised. So be, that'll be interesting. So, nevertheless, whatever happens with this website is is. Is kind of a different. I don't really care, but I do think now you you may see a change in some loot box, mystery box, 
you buy key to get random item policies in some of the games that we talk about and some of the games that we don't talk about video games in general if there is which i imagine there will be at some point there's going to be some crackdown with these guys i mean it's gone it's gone very viral and at some point the ftc is going to step in and and probably the irs and say what the hell's going on here fellas and then you may see that kind of switch over into our industry so that's why i wanted to bring it up not because not because of the whole actual mystery brand thing but because I think yeah. it is very similar in some regards. It's a perception that people have. People will, especially government officials, politicians who have no clue how it all works. When they're asking someone, you know, like Zuckerberg, what is the internet and how does it work? Um, you know, uh, we have a problem here. So the, the thing is, is they'll get some sort of lobbyist or they'll get somebody who is pushing a perspective saying, you know, we're not getting our fair cut here. And then they'll bring in, they're targeting children and people are, parent, kids are stealing their parents' credit cards, da, da, da. And then they start bringing examples of seeing they do it here on Fortnite, which Fortnite, luckily they do that subscription service now, which is not as much of a problem. But when, they, when things were loot crates, they'll bring up whatever game most kids are getting money from their parents on to throw down a bunch of money like that. And they'll lump that in with mystery boxes exactly so mystery brand uh i i I foresee something like that potentially happening in the future so uh just be aware as as we go through and keep your eye out if you're if you follow this stuff if you see anything where you see a developer somebody pulling back on loot boxes and switching over to a season pass please do let us know because if something happens with this mystery brand i could see a, a lot of parallels being drawn between what they're doing and what some game developers are doing which again i don't have a problem with what the game developers doing and frankly i really don't even have a problem with what the mystery brand people are doing um it, it it's not technically it's not illegal i mean there's no rule yeah. that says you can't do this um so the, you know i don't really care what either of them do but i think it will at some in some way or form shape and kind of affect our industry a little bit so and again if you're interested in more of the mystery brand uh details uh, H3H3 did a good video on it, and then I think, and then PewDiePie did a video talking about H3's reaction to it. Those are both pretty good. Those are, I think, two of the best. Philip DeFranco did one; it wasn't great. Um, so, if you want more details on that, look it up. But um, yeah, I, Actually, I don't know. I think it's somewhat related. Somewhat related. I want, I want to talk really quick about. So, there's a game they put out an update. And I was like, oh, I'm going to go check it out because I haven't I seen saw, it while. This is actually. Know, I got home today and I looked at Discord and then there was this weird game. It said Brian played one hour ago. I was like, what in the hell? What is this game and why is Brian playing it? So I don't know if you remember, but two years ago at PAX, we talked, we sat down and talked to this company. Really? This guy, uh, the long journey home. He was the one where we just talked to him mainly. Um, I got to look at a picture. Uh, but yeah, I, we talked to them because they hadn't quite released yet, if I remember correctly. Now, this is a game that I've had, and I don't remember if it's because I emailed him and gave me a code. It, it looks like it's a fun game. <laughs> we won't go into that. No, actually, we should. So Nick is playing. Nick loves Dead by Daylight. <laughs> don't, don't, don't do this on the show. <laughs> I, I have to. So Nick loves Dead by Daylight. Nick's been playing a lot of Dead by Daylight lately. Got like 90 hours, yeah. He's got like 90 hours in there. So I jump in and I'm just like, I keep seeing they have all of these DLCs. And I I have all the DLCs and I'm like, why are they pushing this so much if they're including them all with their game? So I asked Nick, I said, 
do you guys have all these? Like, do you have, and I guess I have a code that automatically gives me every single DLC because we talked to them at PAX two years ago and Nick was like, oh, that was that, that, no good. It's it worse no than that. <laughs> we got an email from them that said, respond to this email to get a free key. And you responded and I just didn't. I responded <laughs> and Nick didn't bother. And here, two years later, Nick is loving the game, wishing he had all of these DLCs that they put out. The link in the, the email from 2017 was no longer valid to request a free key. So I'm SOL. <laughs> I'm SOL at this point. So, I mean, I have every single character, yeah, everything know, that you can know, possibly get with the game. You're so I've amazing. had for the you're last amazing. two years. You're fantastic. You're the best. And you hate the game because you're bad at it. So go ahead. Continue on with your I stupid I, story. I, I admit that. I admit <laughs> that. I, I, I suck at the game and it frustrates me. I feel bad playing that game <laughs> because I die so quickly. And that's what that's the reason. I, if I was better, I'd be like, I've actually contributed something and I'll play. But I'm no good at it. So this company the long, uh, that makes the long journey home. The game is actually looks like it's a lot of fun, but I looked at their store page and it's mo very negative for their recent reviews. And I was like, hmm, that's strange. Like something has to be really broken when the game seems like it's fun uh, to have very negative. And so I went and looked and they put this piece of software in their last update. They put out a new one re recently called Buff Panel. And Buff Panel is pretty much a marketing software. Um, it goes through and tracks you know, what what the player, just certain information about that. Not what people were claiming that it tracks what websites you visited and things like that. That is true. And I think this is their mistake. It does a timestamp, game token, IP address, then HTTP headers and user agent. Ruh -ruh. That's the problem. Now, whether or not what they were doing out of that, who knows? But the fact that it's pulling your whole web history is what got people really mad. Now, uh, other than that, it was just tracking general information that would be just fine in a game. Like, you know, what? Now, let me what, stop what you. Game, what they're playing in the game. Because I search buff panel on, on Bing, search engine of choice, mm -hmm. and it's pretty clear what it is. Buff panel. Steam marketing done right. That is the tagline on their website. So this isn't like yes. it's some grand conspiracy, some super it's not secret some crazy company. spyware. They're treating it like spyware. It, but the thing is, it, it is kind of it is spyware, spyware. And the fact that it, it tracks, it, it actually looks at your browser history. <laughs> yeah, of course um, it is. It is most definitely spyware. But it's not yes, like it's so, secret. It, it, I was reading a Steam post and a Reddit thread about it, and these people made it out that this was some underground like stack overflow no, it's software a, it's a it's legitimate a, marketing it's software. A marketing tool you search it up it's they're not hiding it anybody can, you can buy it yes and so here here was the response from the developer yeah. he said good morning happy new year to everyone so this happened over the holiday yeah great way to start a post about how you're putting a virus <laughs> on my computer he says best i wish you best for 2019 after i had some talks with uh, responsible colleagues today uh, we decided to remove buff panel from the game. Besides the fact that it obviously makes you guys feel bad about our game, which <laughs> deserves to be played and not be avoided, the influencer marketing campaign we measured with this tool didn't have the expected outcome we hoped for. Just to clarify, all data that was transferred to buff panel until today was anonymized. The data cannot be connected to you. You won't have any disadvantages from it. A moment ago, we rolled back the game so the version the version we had previously did the buff panel patch depending on your steam settings 
uh, it'll most likely it'll download and, and update. Then, sorry about the inconvenience this might have caused. Maybe any one of you try buff panel as a seed for the game and let us know if the generated universe is worth playing. I don't know what I don't know what that was. I put I just went in and created one to see what would happen. So far, I don't know what it's gonna do. I don't know if it's gonna do anything weird or if that was just a joke. Um, but people were pretty upset about this. Obviously, they weren't doing it. I don't think they were doing it with ill intent, especially since it's all anonymized. Like it's not like they're saying this Steam person is visiting these websites. But obviously, perception goes a long way. That was kind of more my thing of these guys, people that are playing this game perceive that something is happening. And now look at the ratings on Steam. Now, can I be honest with you, Brian? Here's a here's sure. a hot take that is a hot take. I really don't care. I mean, the fact that you don't think that every other program on your computer is tracking you and sending your data anonymously back, and maybe not anonymously back to to um, somewhere anyway. I mean, yeah, you know, do you want to set perception? The, do you want to set the precedent that companies track you? No, but I mean. I think I was reading a lot of the posts online about this and people are just, people are just ignorant and stupid overreacting. Well, it, it, it's, but they're, it's because they're ignorant on the topic and they're like, oh, I'm being tracked on my personal computer. Yeah. Jack, I mean, you, you, you go on Amazon, you have you an internet, you have an internet connection. How do you, how the hell you post in the steam review? You think spectrum or uh, Comcast isn't tracking your freaking browsing history. I mean, I, I, here's an interesting now, one. Now, that's er, Eric at ET and chat says, it is a dick move to put in your game. I agree totally. I agree. Actually, you don't know. I, that's not true. I don't agree. I think they should have been clear with it. See, this is this is how they screwed themselves. They, they put it in the it game. Before. They put it in the game and didn't make a reference to it. What they should have done is says it said, "Hey, we're putting this tool in the game so we can get better information about it. If you don't want to use it, here's a a string to start the game opt with, out. or or an opt out or something." They tried to sneak it into the game and they got caught, and that's how they got in trouble. Because I really don't yeah. think, I mean, I realistically, I don't think people actually care about this. You don't so think Google is tracking thing. my browsing history when I'm using the Chrome browser? So here's an interesting thing I was actually reading about today. Uh, if you use T-Mobile, Sprint, and AT&T, oh, no. they actually will, they, they offer a service. So through there's a third-party company that sells the ability to track any phone that uses any of three of those carriers where they're at within like a certain number of meters. Yeah. Triangular. And they actually use the service. They sell the service to, um, police bounty hunters. Oh, bounty hunters. Okay. Police departments don't use it. They already have the ability otherwise. Uh, but bounty hunters pay for the service. So, uh, I'm, I'm trying to remember which one of these, one of these tech websites, they said with a hundred, a couple hundred dollars, I think it was like two or $300 and a cell phone number. I was able to, we did, we put somebody, you know, they're using T-Mobile. They, they put, they gave this money to this person. And said, we want to know where they're at. And they were, they were able to say exactly where that person was with just the phone number, just giving it to this company it has nothing to do with the government as it's just a service that, so T-Mobile, these three companies are actually renting out this information of exactly where you're at to 
well, at least this company and who knows whoever else. So I think the moral of the story here is if you're going to add soft, which again, they, they, I mean, they made the steam post and say, you know, we, we added this to the software. We plan to run a marketing campaign for the long journey home. It's a great game. It deserves more visibility, but working in marketing has a lot to do with numbers and statistics. We need a way to measure our actions so we don't make mistakes. And buff panels, one potential tool to help us do that. I don't think they were trying to be malicious, but they should have been more upfront with people and said, hey, we're going to put this in, you know, and yeah. maybe make some type of uh, launch option steam to make it. So this buff thing, an opt out option, not, exactly. Some type of opt out option um, now because the problem is, is it launched and it said, do you want this to have access through the Internet? Probably. This is a single player game that's local. That's where people initially noticed a difference is they launch and it's asking for access to the Internet. They should have at that point said. You may have noticed this, you know, put up something in the screen that says, here's what's happening yeah. next time. Launch it, launch this other icon or whatever it is. And it won't happen, which I'm pretty sure there is some rule and some, some law or something that you have to work. You have to give opt out in things like that. I'm, there's some, there is, there they is said a, that they, they did follow the, the European yeah, not guideline. GDP, no, not GDPR. GDPR, not GDPR. There's something about you. You, you are, See, they were doing, they were having to, they, the opt out in this was pretty much editing your host file and blocking Ooh. access, which is not the option. Sounds like an Adobe tool. Not or the way to do this. Yeah. <laughs> What's going on there? Uh, yeah. Okay. So it's scummy that they put it in the game. It didn't tell people, right? I mean, that's, that's kind of it. Oh. So tarnished reputation. There was another game too. Something Mars. Um, yeah. Um, surviving Mars did the same thing. Where they just put it in yep. their game, and again, they're trying to base statistics so they can. They're probably getting numbers so they can get in money, so they can get money from investors and say we've got this many active players. Yada 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 yada. Not malicious, yep. but scummy when you don't tell your. And I've been playing the game. It's a fun game. Like I went in and played it for a while. It's very well done. Uh, but this, I mean, you know, they were hoping to get better marketing out of this. Well, hey, they, they did get some did marketing now. As opposite of, of what you could do. <laughs> Uh, it, it'll be interesting to see. And this was released May, th May 30th of last year or well, 2017. So that was right after PAX. Wow. So I think we had seen it PAX. It wasn't quite released yet. Yeah. Well, there you go. So if you're interested, if you don't, and, and it's gone now. So, I mean, you can go buy the game. It's uh, called the long journey home. It's $29. Brian says it's all right. So go ahead and, uh, yeah. I'm wondering if they'll put it on sale to start building up some numbers and get their uh, reviews a little bit. Yeah, do we have better. any? Do we have an email to get some free codes? Eric's asking. You know, maybe we got to. I'm sure we could. <laughs> at this point, say, hey, give us some free codes. We'll make sure they're good reviews. I'll try to respond to the email and see if I can get my free code. See if Nick bothers. Um. Uh, yeah. Yeah. All right. Um. Okay. Let's. Um. Now the word to the show a little bit. Let's. Let's. Uh. Swing the. Let's sail this ship back around to Atlas, Brian. You see what I did there? All right. Yes. Um, let's talk about Alice. We got a whole bunch of stuff in. You want to start with updates or you want to start with drama? Uh, let's go and start with drama. Excellent. I like how you think. You're a man of a man of marketing. I like it. All right. So we've been seeing a lot of of clashing between <laughs> uh, the Chinese players and the, the United States players. Yeah. Um, one thing I don't. There's a a link that I put that was a tweet uh, from Jat. And this, I was kind of saying why, because he was like, this gets me excited. You know, this, this, these threads have me hype. And he's showing how groups of people are taking up such a huge portion of the servers. Now, just to be clear, it's hard to see because this image is so, resolu so low resolution. 
all of those all of those little dots inside of all those little dots three or four of those little dots is an entire server yes an entire so, server the problem is this is just the top 10 yeah um because the way that it shows it shows the top 10 largest conglomerates pretty much people that are covering the most space you have dynasty which is taking up six plus maybe 10 servers if you look something like at that, the yeah. upper, upper left yeah. um, and the right hand side china is taking up quite a number of servers yeah so that whole all the green dots those are dynasty um this is in china the very right middle here, the, blue, the blue it's china um on the right hand side dynasty has another section there's just groups of people and all they're doing is placing down hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of claim flags yeah and taking up huge sections servers and servers of the map and he's excited about this i think that this is a very broken piece part of the game oh, i think yeah. this is what makes the game unplayable for 90 percent of the rest of the, of the player base yet he's excited about this and that made me really disappointed well there was lots of conversation on i don't remember if it was steam threads or reddit posts um reddit a lot of people were going back reddit i think i think you're right it was reddit and people were just saying how they feel that the development team is trying to push them to join mega clans where there's you know, hundreds of want. people and, well, and, and and to be fair maybe that's how they want this game run maybe that makes more sense for a game like this because it's so expensive to do things in terms of resources boats maybe you are supposed to play in mega groups but i think the problem you've got is you may want people to play in mega groups but in reality nobody groups do not people do not want to play in mega groups a group group our size which is 20 players does not want to jump into a group of 200 because then we have but the problem no, is no when there's 150 right. per people per server or per yeah per server when you have a mega group you can't have them all in the same place well, that's why they've got claims people, over a whole bunch of servers uh, other people can't even zone into that zone to do anything because you have so many people in there um you know i, I think that it's it's just a design flaw so of course, PC gamers saying, you know, this is racism that is causing this. Not, not because of how people are. They don't like the culture and how people are playing the game. They don't like the other mentality because it's different than their own, right? That's not what it is. It's actually about their race. Which, how does explain to me how that works? How this? How just because I don't like what someone does, that means that I don't like their race? I I feel like the PC gamer should have referenced our show. We have been this rift between. Uh, North American players and, and, and Chinese players has existed online for uh, and actually not a listener show. This exists online for 20 years. I mean, look at a game like Starcraft. There's a huge rift between North American players and Korean players. There's a huge rift that Starcraft two has been out since what? 2007, 2008. I mean, this is th this article from PC gamer about how racism and Atlas has become a problem. Is just, is so stupid. I mean, it, it, it's not racism. It's the fact that there's the Chinese players are cheating. Yeah, <laughs> and it's it's different culture. We'll talk if about. No, if you if you don't accept and and like my cheating, you are hateful. And That's what it is. We'll talk about it a little while. Roe a little bit later on. They've got a huge cheating problem in Roe right now. And our friend Man Pawns, who plays this game religiously tweeted out two or three days ago he says i'm done playing roe till they fix these chinese hackers it's yep. it's h1z1 all over again it's the same reason people stop playing h1z1 
Because these groups would come in, same reason people stopped playing on ARC public servers. These Chinese groups would warp using the stupid cross-ARC BS that they implemented and wipe out entire servers. Yep. And, and the, the problem is we had, the, when, they, when it came to developing and trying to fix it, Wildcard did nothing about it. No, they they act like we did. They acted like they didn't care, which was very frustrating for a lot of these groups because you put in a mechanic that allows people to pretty much troll and wipe entire servers just based on having more numbers. And this is like a repeat of the exact same thing over again. It's feeding in the exact same type of of of, of mentality. Now, they they have tried to solve this on Reddit by not letting anybody say anything about Chinese. So they've gone through and they've started banning people permanently from the red subreddit. Yeah. I if know. they say anything about Chinese, I mean, it, the, what, what are you supposed to do? I mean, it's just frustrating. I, I have no interest in playing public servers until some of this stuff is fixed. And what's so crazy? They do nothing but troll the whole time. But what's so crazy to me about this is this isn't a new issue. I mean, yeah. When did we have uh, 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 Adam Clegg and Greg on our show? Is it episode like 20-something? 20 or 30-something. So we talked about this same issue, and they shot away from and it then. Like it was deer in the headlights at but, the time. And that, and that were three years past that, and now the Atlas people are like, what do you mean there's a different play style between China? It's just a different play Why style. Why doesn't Asia have their own server set? There are obviously a lot of people playing from Asia why are they playing in North American servers? Well, that's what pisses everybody off. That's I mean, what you're indicating is the problem is they just it, 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 it's a cheating mentality. It is it has been proven time and time again that in 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 that culture, cheating is in video games. Acceptable. It's not that it's acceptable. It's the norm. It's what everybody does. Everybody it's it, everybody cheats. It's a play. It's a fair playing field if everybody's cheating. But yeah. then you come over to. NA East or NA West with a whole bunch of people that aren't cheating. And, and then now, and then now you wonder why there's going to be a clash. You, I mean, yeah, you wonder why there's an so issue between people. Would be, I mean, how I liken it is if I were playing let's say there's two different hockey leagues. One is a full contact hockey league. The other one is a no check league, right? If you, if you're going to have the two teams come together and you're going to say, Oh, you just play on the rules of whatever your home team, what your home league is. You'll have one set of guys laying people out on the boards the whole game. And if the other team says, hey, that's you're not supposed to check. You're not allowed to say that. That's hateful. You can't tell me what to do. Well, we don't like your checking league. That is hateful. That is hate speech. That is racism. You cannot tell us that. They just don't like the way the other team plays. Usually they're separated. Keep them separated. One could be full contact. The other's not. Either you say everything. We're allowing cheating. Let everybody cheat. We're not going to, and obviously they're doing that right now because they're not, they don't even have anti-cheat turned on in the game. Really? Because they want, they want so many players. Day one, they couldn't get people to connect. Remember, they couldn't get it to work for three or four days. They started day one trying to have anti-cheat on. Easy anti-cheat is off on all the servers. No shit. Because it doesn't work. They couldn't get that many people connected and actually authenticate and have easy anti-cheat actually work. Wow. So they turned off anti-cheat across the whole network now people, these cheaters can use the same arc hacks that they've already already been using because it's the same code. And they instantly, day one, had hacks. They can spawn stuff in. They can do whatever they want, move wherever they want, because none of that stuff's being regulated on the server. 
And then we wonder why stuff's been crazy. Why are they duping so much? They're just using the same stupid cheats that they had in ARC. They didn't even have to come up with anything new. They just had to adapt them to, to work with the new executables. It's incredibly stupid. It's, it's, I, and it makes me sick that they're saying, well, look at how many people we got on there. Turn on your anti-cheat and see how many people you have playing. Why don't you give Asia their own server, turn on the anti-cheat, so then you cut the player base in half. Now run 20,000 people. I don't care if you can get 40,000 people with anti-cheat off. Turn 20,000 on with easy anti-cheat on. And then let's talk, because that's how many people your server can actually hold. You can't hold 40,000 people. And then, then they'll actually have a decent number to where you're not maxing out player zones and servers aren't crashing all the time. Like the, the, I don't know where these guys, if they don't just sit and think, well, what would be best for the player? Because obviously they don't think that. No, They're well, thinking, how can we squeeze as many people in as we can and not care about the experience? Well, I, I, think, it's, I think it's pretty safe to say that from the, launch, from the launch of this game, there has been a lack of caring about the play style. The fact that they still to this day have not done a wipe after, and, and Judd is mentioning that when the game first launched, you could enable creative mode where you could fly on in everything you want too, and, and then cr and put claim flags down. But and yeah. they still have yet to do a wipe. Yet here in the next couple days, they're going to be putting in some cockamamie uh, zone protection building system. Like they think that's going to solve the problem. The fact that they haven't wiped yet is so much more. I don't think they will. Well, they're not going to. It's too late now. But I think they will see that their game will cease to exist in terms of. Massive player numbers in a I'm very quick amount of that, time. Though. I, I, I'm sick and tired of this mentality. Ark, you could play. Since you could play it on a private server, the game is good. Look at Minecraft. But the way that, I mean, they, but the way that they ran public servers is trash. And oh, that's yeah, why I didn't want to play on public servers on Ark. And now now they're almost not giving you a choice. Can't well, get the experience well, without it. But but that, that's see, that doesn't bother me as much, Brian. That's like saying you want to run your own private server for WoW. That doesn't work. WoW is an, is an it's like saying you want to run your own Planet Side 2 server. That doesn't work. Those games are not meant to be private server. That's just not how it's meant yeah. to be played. Which is fine. But I think but then they've got I just I think I don't think frankly they know what the hell they're doing. It's because they're rushing, which it, it's the name of the game, but I think you will see over the next probably three or four months that their player count will will probably dwindle down to uh, probably that 10,000 mark, maybe 15,000. And they'll be able to turn on anti-cheat. Well, they can turn on anti-cheat. It'll be great, but people aren't going to come back. Um, yeah. So it's just there are there are plenty of problems, and then now and now there's this issue between cheaters and not cheaters and if you call the cheaters cheaters then you're getting racist well it's not, not i'm not even getting that you're getting banned well, i mean from that's the what they're saying they're saying you're racist well, if that's, you what the P, that's what the pc gamer article is saying you know the uh, super that's what they're saying on reddit too they're saying if you say anything about chinese that is racism will not be tolerated you will be permanently banned that's their post from the moderators on the atlas subreddit yeah, which by the way is not an official subreddit. Let's let's be clear. This is a, it's not it's not yeah. an official subreddit. I think one of the guys is a, a man in there. It has nothing to do with with the game itself. You will not get banned in the game. Yes, at all. Um, so I just I think it's interesting. I think it's very funny that an art that an outlet like PC Gamer would publish an article like this a day ago. I mean, we have literally talked about this on this program now for four years. But nevertheless, PC Gamers. Uh, you know, new to the party, I guess, and is finally realizing, hey, there's a difference between uh, players in China that cheat and North American players that statistically don't cheat as much as players that are in China. So 
Nevertheless, that's uh, that's the drama with cheaters Atlas. in America. The exception, not the rule. Absolutely, and it's and it's quite opposite in China, which again is fine. It's culturally different, but you can't mix the two groups together. Uh, you, if you mix the two groups together, you run into a serious issue. So, so uh, one thing they've been talking about—they're going to be doing a big what they call ten point patch. Yeah, this is a big patch. Yeah, it's supposed to be today. I think. Well, the ten point do- is the server patch. They're doing. Um, well, no, no, well, okay. So the client version they're doing today, and here's a couple of the big things. Yep. This is a very large patch. I'm going to read through some of it here. So claim, they've kind of reworked the claim flag system. Claim flags now have settings, which allow other companies, companies are the, the, the clans, the groups, the guilds, companies are players to build within them with specific tax rate applied to them. So you're also able to, uh, define an inclusion or exclusion list to these to allow or exclude specific company IDs, meaning clan IDs, or specific players. They go through the process of how that's all going to work. Um, but what's going to happen is starting uh, whenever they do this update, which is supposed to be three or four hours from now, according to the tweet I saw before we started the program, all claim so flags. Before midnight. Yeah, well, which we know that'll be three days from now. Um, all claim flags are going to start with an everyone can build default setting. Now you can go into your claim flag. You've got until Jan. You've got until Thursday, January tenth, to go in there until they turn it on on the server. So you can go in game, and these are going to be your options as an owner or admin of a claim flag. If your claim flag is got a green icon, that means that it's it's your claim flag, and you can do whatever you want in it. If it's blue, it means it belongs to your allies, and you do not have permission to build. If it's purple, it means it's part. It's one of your allies' claims, and you are allowed to build. If it's red, it means it's an enemy claim flag, and you do not have permission to build. And if it's yellow, it's an enemy claim flag, but you have the permission to build inside of it. Um, so that's kind of the big update that they're doing here, as well as fixing some stuff with C claims. Um, the enemy claim flags can now be directly uh, pinged to identify uh, enemies that are nearby. The time required to steal an enemy claim has now decreased the more claims that enemy team has. Looking at your claim flag will show you how many claim flags you have. Um, they're doing some stuff with uh, the trading ships. They're adding a whole bunch of those. And th- there's a very long list of, of updates that they're doing here. This is probably the second biggest update that they've had since they launched the game. They did the one where they fixed all the resources limitations and the claiming times and all that stuff this is the this is the big one this is 10.0 um so if you have claims all over the place you've got after this is done it'll be you know wednesday morning you'll have a day two days to get in there and switch all your claims to the proper permission system before it uh before it takes place so but again it still doesn't solve the problem that there's these claims all over the place that people threw down using the creative system while we were spending our time building a boat, these people were creative spawning around. We take our boat out, it gets destroyed instantly. So yep. that was kind of... Well, like- and let's, let's mention too, there's this bug that we hinted at towards the beginning of the show. Uh, so, and this, this is not mentioned anywhere in this patch that I saw, which I'm very surprised about. Uh, they, they're not even attempting to fix this. We can pretty much, on a PvE server, sink any boat in the game with our group. Because there's a certain weight limitation on the boat. Now, one thing that they are slightly adjusting this 
is they said, I think they said that boats can now carry 40% more weight by default. Okay, that's great. We just have to pick up twice as much stuff. Okay, we can handle that, right? Um, so we can pick whether it's a, a raft, a schooner, whatever it is, the big boats. We can go in and just load up 10 people with a max weight. Just go pick up a bunch of rocks, stand on the boat. And with what you say, five to 10 minutes. Yeah. Sink any boat in the game. Now there was a uh, bug. You can actually do this easier. You can do this with one person. And this is not even patched in this that I've seen. Um, you can kill yourself and then your body, uh, you can actually pick up and it doesn't count the weight in your body. So, oh. so you can actually load your body up, your dead body with tens of uh, 10,000 weight. You can then say, I want to drag the body, which move, lets you move at full speed. <laughs> it, it doesn't slow you down at all. You can then carry your body. All you do is then drop your dead body onto the si on the ship and it will sink the ship within a couple minutes. That's solo. A solo person can go around and sink every ship that they want and they can just keep carrying that body around with them. They can take it and then drag the body to the next ship. So let's say you have a full bay uh, of, sh of ships that you have and you, like people are logged off because it's night. He can just go from ship to ship, just carrying his body. And in five minutes, he could sink your, your whole set of ships, five to 10 minutes. And there's nothing you can do about it. Absolutely nothing. Yeah. It, um, they have definitely got an uproad battle. Um, there. Well, why would anybody play? Like, it's just that right now it's gotta be just a, a troll fest of people going in and sinking ships. No, I mean, no, you're right. And I think you have exactly described why I have not had any interest in launching the game now in, in close to two weeks. I just, I don't have, I have no reason to want to play. It's frustrating that they, that they didn't plan everything out, which is part, I mean, they rushed to get the game out. So that's part of it. Um, and I, I mean, I just don't feel like they but care. They're not addressing the, my issue is they're not addressing the game breaking things. The things that, make people not want to play that will make people quit like why aren't they addressing that they, they put in eating poop will cause instant death great why don't you fix the thing that that's the huge glitch that's causing people the most amount of frustration right now there's one thing that can possibly ruin everybody's experience by one person and they didn't even bother to touch it raising the weight by 40 percent does not solve the problem you just put a little bit more weight on hmm there's no weight limit that you can put in that body. I mean, you can carry some of yourself. You can kill yourself twice and then carry the two bodies over there. I mean, what's the difference? It's just frustrating. You know, I, I, I just, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I don't know what their, I don't know what their plan is going forward. They've got to, I, I really do think they've got to make some, um, I think they've got to make some drastic changes for people to, to, I mean, here's the thing you can say, Oh, there's so many people playing it at, they've got 18,000 reviews on steam. 32% of them are positive. Yeah. So no matter what you can, you can quote numbers all you want. You can quote active players all you want. People are playing the game, but they're not having a good time. I mean, 30% of your reviews are positive. That's not good. That's a yeah. very bad review. 
And that's in the initial, like, everybody's stoked to play it phase. Yes, which is only going to get worse over time. Yeah. And, I mean, this, especially since they're not trying to fix these main issues. Um, now, one thing, there was a, a blog post that they put out. And this was talking about how they were a little bit overzealous with trying to make this too hardcore initially. Oh, really? Initially. You think? Yeah. So... Um, they said sometimes, yeah, let's see if we can find, um, on here, you know, they, they were saying, you know, sometimes we see things differently, right. Um, and they wanted a hardcore game. Um, but they realized that maybe they went a little bit too far in trying to make this hardcore. Uh, so this latest patch is them kind of scaling back on that. Um, uh, trying to make it to where people actually can have fun. And I mean, first of all, the whole thing with the vitamins, that's a perfect example. Okay, great on paper. People have to, because I mean, in real life, right, you go and you have to think about, I don't want to get scurvy. I need to, but the problem is when you're in here playing the game, in real life, I don't have to sit there and eat chicken every 10 minutes to stay alive and be like, oh, now I have to have a vegetable. Now I have to have some fish. Oh, now I have to have some berries. That's not how life works. And so they scaled that back to where it's not so crazy. I mean, I, I mentioned it last, or I think I'm, I don't remember I mentioned it here. Not um, last week, you did. Maybe in Discord. <laughs> no, I was going to say not last week. But I mean, they had it to the point of where you're eating so many berries that you couldn't, that you were filling, your stomach was filling up and you couldn't, still couldn't keep the balance. It says you're, you're, you don't have enough of, of your vitamins, but you're eating so much food trying to keep your vitamins up that your stomach would get full. Then you start dying from having too full of a stomach. And so that but here's the thing that though, kind Brian, of, that's just a silly mechanic. Like obviously they went too far. Here's the thing though. They went too. I can tell you why they went too far. And here's the thing. It's not that they went too far. I don't think they went too far at all. I'll tell you what the problem is. They never tested the game. So they never to knew. make sure it all worked. Yeah. Well, you, I mean, you write out on paper, okay, your health, your, if, when you're on a ship, your vitamins deplete at this rate. But they never tested it because they never had a large enough player base. They tested it internally without doing a, a just a regular open free beta or out whatever the hell you and want. And I to bet call. you they're sitting in there when they do their local tests. They're probably spawning things in. They're not taking the full amount of time that someone's. But taking. what is their? The, we know it's a small it. development group. So, I mean, what are they testing with? At most, maybe thirty people. At yeah. most, with with friends of friends playing thirty people, um, it just. It, it just doesn't make any sense. If they simply would have waited two weeks and done a free beta test over um, over Christmas, they would have been fine. I think a lot of these issues like the vitamin deficiency thing where where Jay Delore is saying a lot of people just kill themselves to avoid the vitamin thing. Exactly. That's not a me that's not a mechanic. I enjoy die. It, it's easier to die yeah. and pick the stuff up off your and body to worry about than to worry about what you're eating. I mean, that's that's not a useful mechanic. That's not a useful yeah. mechanic at all. So, I mean, all they had to do was do a test with this, and I think issues like this would have been sorted out. They didn't. They rushed to get it to market, which, again, is fine. It doesn't bother me, but this is, what, this is why you have 30% positive views on Steam because you rushed to market with not tested mechanics. Yeah. Well, in this, I mean, like one thing that they're changing in this, they're making it so the ships cost a lot less. I mean, they didn't bother to see what what is it? Are people putting in? Because we, I mean, we put fact, in a ton of hours. 
How about the fact that you couldn't get past? How about the fact that you couldn't get past level eight in any of the starter regions? Yeah. Did, did, do we think that was a hindrance on? Was that a hindrance on our play style, Brian? That none of us could make a damn ship to get off the freaking island? Oh yeah. yeah well, it's oh not, sorry, you, you and Green Man the were the. It was it was the lawless zone. You couldn't even do it. So we left the Freeport, went to another zone, and then we couldn't even get a ship big enough to get off of that. Because two people, you and Green Man, were the only two that, that that had the proper skills to do that. And that was the case for what two yeah. or three days. Do yeah. a damn and we beta made a ship test at level eight. <laughs> do a freaking beta test on your game. Do a free weekend. Do a free two days, and all this all this shit would have been figured out easily. Yeah, not a problem. They waited, and now they're going to have to deal with the outcome of it. I'm sorry, you were saying about about ships. So they're yeah. So what ships have the cost of ships has been adjusted, and in some cases, it's going to cost about half of what they cost now. Well, I mean that's nice now that we built two huge ships, and we've had a couple of them sunk at this rate. But you know, I think they've realized people get frustrated about losing a ship when they just spent three days building it, four days building it, and then stupid bugs that they have. I think that they're reducing the cost and the time it takes to get a ship because they don't want to fix the problem of people losing ships so quickly because of bugs and because of hackers and because of whatever else. Um, this is their solution. Make it so that people don't have to put so much time into making the ship so they don't feel as mad when they lose it. Yeah, I so, think. I, I don't know. It's just, it's just it's silly. And now you can buy sloops with, uh, at the free ports. You can with um, money. Yeah, you can buy that, and now also you can't set your um, your home region can no longer be a lawless zone with this new patch. It has got to be a free port. So they've changed that as well with this with this yeah. 10.0 patch. So they're making changes. I just think for we we've talked about this a million times. I'll say it till I'm blue in the face. First impressions are so important. They matter so much, and this game, according to the SteamDB, and again, take take SteamDB for what it's worth with its estimated numbers and whatnot. They estimate based on um, based on their Steam Spy or whatever that this game has got somewhere between half a million and a million owners. Yeah. So it's got a plenty. There are way there are a lot of copies out in the wild. Let's throw it in the middle. Seven hundred and fifty thousand copies out in the wild. 750,000 copies, and there's a lot of people that had very negative first impressions because of issues that they made off the bat. Server, you couldn't get on any of the servers. You were capped at level 8. The skill trees didn't make any sense. You couldn't get enough resources to build the, the sloop to even get off of the, the region to get past level 8. The NPCs were crazy hard. Alphas were spawning everywhere and killing everything. Resources weren't respawning. I mean, I can list off all of the issues on day 1. There was, there, there's, a, there's a plethora of them. Plethora yeah. of issues on day one. That was first impression. I know they fixed it now, and I know you can buy stuff now. That's not the point. There's a first impressions are made on people because you don't do your due diligence in testing your game, and that's yep. and that's the outcome. That's what we've got right now. Yeah. So um, I, as I said before, I don't have a desire to go back to official servers right now, um, knowing that these bugs are out there, and just not wanting to deal with. I just don't want to put the time in. Like I've got other stuff to do and I don't feel like putting in that struggle. I mean, that's why I don't play. Wow. just because I don't want to put in that kind of time and they're turning this into, Oh, you're constantly have to be rebuilding your ship because you're going to be losing it every couple of days. 
Um, you know, cause all someone has to do is come up beside you on a bigger ship, jump onto your doubt, your, your deck, and then they can sink your ship. Um, you know, I mean, it's, it's, it, there, there is no, they haven't put in any real solutions yet. No. And, and they're oh. working on that. So they've, uh, I'm, I mean, I'm sure they'll figure it out, but it, some, some of the damage will already be done. I mean, uh, they, I don't they, know. With, that, with ARC, they let a lot of bugs linger for a long, long time. I think even to this day, there's <laughs> bugs that, is, that, that linger in, in Or in mechanics ARC. that are just, yeah, frustrating. Yeah, I, I, would, I would agree that it's, that's even the case right now. So, uh, yeah, so I mean, it's pretty much, you know, they're making changes to the mechanics. They're getting to where they're less hardcore with the patch coming out today. We'll have links to the show notes. Massively OP has an article about this. Uh, if you want to check it out, kind of talking about some of the changes that they're doing with this patch. Um, but if you want to, if you want to go there, we'll have a link in our show notes, uh, with all the patch notes as well, which should be coming out this afternoon, this evening. Um, we'll, we'll see how much of this actually makes it into the, the patch itself. Uh, PH says that it sounds like they needed a tutorial for this game or some type of wiki like ARC. I think that probably would have been helpful. They, pl- they had plenty of time after they delayed the game for, what, 52 hours or something like that? I mean, they sh- uh, that yeah. probably would have helped to tell people how to play the game before they locked in their level 8 skill tree and were t- SOL. Totally SOL yeah. because you once you'd picked up once you'd unlocked certain things you couldn't build any further, uh, even in the even in the uh, lawless now outside of the free ports the levels were locked at eight at, at the beginning of the game. Yeah. So I mean they just they 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 made just stupid mistakes off the bat and it's going to come back and bite them in the ass as it should because they're they were stupid yeah. mistakes. I mean it's not like this is the this is not like the first time anybody's made a, a video game. I mean. This is the ARC development team. I mean, they've been through this. They've seen hundreds of other games strive and or fail. And the fact that they made these same repetitive mistakes that everybody else makes is just dumbfounding to me. So, um, all right, we're about an hour in. Do we we have any uh, anything to give away here, Brian? Yes, actually. So let's go ahead and do this. So uh, exclamation point giveaway in chat. And this will be a 60-point raffle. And I'm going to be giving away a copy of, let's see, a Cook, Serve, Delicious 2. Oh. Um, very good game. And uh, I think it's worth about $13 right now. Um, and so if you want to get it, this is one of those strategy simulation games. You go through and you cook different things. Um I play these. I play most of these on console because my wife likes to play these uh, two players, and so I have game. Nick, you've actually recommended another one that's kind of a similar game to me. Oh, what, and Overcooked? We played Overcooked. Yeah, yeah we played awesome. both of those. Very good. So this is Cook Serve Delicious Two, and so if you're interested in that, exclamation point giveaway in chat, and uh, and we will give that away before the end of the show here. Yes, um, and I want to thank our friend. Uh, Judd Brian, he put up a website just for you. I don't know. You probably didn't look at it. It's uh it's not a scam mystery boxes.xyz. Here's the website, and it's powered by mangoes. So this is this is just for you, Brian, and it's not a scam, not a scam oh, mystery so box. Don't throw your money at it. Uh, but and I don't even see I don't there I was hoping there'd be like a hidden PayPal like donate link in the middle. I was, you know, like it's a nested in there, like, oh, give me all your money. So uh 
Thank you, John. I appreciate you. Uh, yeah, I need to get myself some mangoes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there we go. We had to had to had to get that in on the show. Um, so that's that's all the Atlas talk. Um, I think for for right now, let's um let's transition over to ROE and we talked I talked about this you know, a couple minutes ago. Um, back when we were talking about Atlas is. ROE, which is made by Tencent, a uh, Chinese company, and they've got their yep. own anti-cheat. It's called Ten Ten Protect, I believe is how it's pronounced, or Tent Protect, something yeah. like that. Um, they are dealing with not similar issues to Atlas in the regards of how the game plays, but where people are just getting fed up with with Cheers. cheaters. And and I saw our friend Manpawn's tweet, maybe Saturday or Sunday, maybe it was even Monday, that. You know, I'm I'm just I'm done I'm done playing R I'm done dealing with this crap on ROE till they fix the hackers. And he's been playing this game religiously since it came out. He streams it at least a couple of times a week. He is he is he's an enthusiast when it comes to this game. He plays it all the freaking time. So when he says I've had enough of this garbage in the game, it's probably a good indication of what the person that plays it all the time is feeling. So they've got that to dealing with, but the, and they're doing some updates. I love their patch they did on January third. It's uh, updated security measures for their anti-cheat, just as de- just as descriptive as a uh, as a as an old uh, as a daybreak as a daybreak post. A fixed anti-cheat. We're updated anti-cheat as always. Um, and now after it's for some reason the hackers have been like turned up to ten over the past couple weeks because that they they put a post on January fifth and it was called uh, guidelines and punishments on malicious behaviors in ROE. Uh, you know, talked about fair and a healthy gaming environment. Talked about all the things that are bannable. Um, you know, teaming in solo modes and using third-party cheats, macros, all that other stuff. Um, and just and going through how if you do this, your account will be banned if you do any of these things. I don't know why they had to, you know, lay this stuff out, but they have got a serious cheating issue. Um, and, and Judd is saying that uh, Ten Protect is bypassed by suspending the process for it and renaming some of the DLLs. Um, that would be awful <laughs> if that if that's how easy it is to to get past that. Um, so with that last post on guidelines being said, um, they are doing their last. Um, or excuse me, this is this is a patch they did on the sixth. And they introduced a beta client in which they're trying to optimize gaming experience. They provide an ex- executable called ROE beta client, um, which is includes a higher and more stable frame rate per second with some uh, PC specs and a slightly reduced issue of object flickering in distance, which is something that a lot of games deal with. Um, so they've got their beta version of that out. And then their patch that they are, that was out today, it's January 9th in, I don't know where they're located where their headquarters over are. in Asia, um, over in Asia. So it was January 9th over there, January 8th over here. And um, this is their season two adventure season two launch date announcement, uh, which is their, their season two. It will start and it opens up on January 9th uh, P- Pacific standard time. So it'll be three o'clock Eastern uh, midnight Pacific tonight. If you're watching the show live uh, and it runs until January 15th uh, Pacific standard time. So uh, yep. you'll you'll get your player one portrait uh, from from season one, and then they're going to start their season their season two thing. Uh, here they made some changes to the UI, the beta client, 
Um, they've added some ending things for season one. There's all a bunch of stuff in here. Um, some skins and some other things that they're working on here. You can see a picture of one of their uh, one of their snowboarder guys uh, hanging out over here. But uh, ROE is one of those games that I've never. It, it's weird. It's uh, it's kind of it's unlike it's unlike anything else because it's one of the very few battle royale games that Brian I haven't had a negative experience with, but for some yeah. reason I have no interest in playing. Um, well, I think I think it's just that burnout that we talked about. It, it's probably you're right. It's probably some of that that that, that BR burnout. Um, well, do you think? I mean, because do you think that they can actually fix? Because we've heard this problem. I mean, BR started, and that was kind of a all of a sudden. It, well, even with H1Z1 before BRs, when we ran into it in the general H1Z1, but hackers just seem to become a huge problem. Uh, in blatant hacking. Uh, no, like no punishment type of hacking. I mean, we saw an H1Z when they were flying around and doing everything they could. They just buy another client. Do you think that there is a real solution to this? Do you think we're going to see it without a major change to, I mean, without Microsoft working together with game studios or with engine developers or something? Do you think that there's actually all these little updates and changes to codes of conduct do you think it's going to make any difference because people are obviously willing to rebuy a game no hardware bands do not work no i mean it's, um, it's, i just i mean it's a free-to-play game i mean what are what are they going to do to stop this no and i think we've discussed now for a long time that we don't you know we, i brian i like to adopt the attitude if you know i'm not going to sit here and be critical of something if i don't have a better solution but with anti-cheat and cheating i frankly do not know what the better solution or solution at all is for that matter of fact i just i i don't i don't have a, i don't have a clue i don't know what can yeah. be done you know it doesn't matter how much anti-cheat or whatever you put in um i just i, I have no idea what they're going to do so yeah and so that's that's part of my frustration is i don't see a solution and as you said we usually try to say here's here's a way that you could fix this i don't know that there's a way to fix these styles of games you know ph is bringing up you know how many csgo bands there are um what are you going to do i mean these type of competitive games where people can go in i mean they mentioned in roe um you know putting in macros to be able to prevent uh you know, having the, the kick of the guns affect your your playing, so you don't have that. You don't you don't have to have recoil. Um, then all these cheats that are allowing you to have aimbot and see through walls and all this. I mean, it's just it just makes it to where these games are not as much fun. And we and we experience them. We experience them a lot. To where it's like obviously, and especially once they started doing the follow cams, it made it incredibly obvious. I think that was kind of what ended up hurting them more was you're playing a game like PUBG, and then you're watching a follow cam and just seeing them walk, track you through the walls. You're you're seeing them do it to you, and yet you know that person's probably not going to get banned for a while, and what they're just going to be right back doing it again. It's just it, it, having that much more transparency in it. I think has hurt the perception of cheating even more. Yeah, I mean, obviously, you know, you want to be you know totally transparent about stuff but uh how do you be transparent about fixing a thing like anti-cheat with not telling the cheaters what you did to circumvent the I cheating mean, why aren't why aren't they working with microsoft 
Well, what, I mean, but what Microsoft the hell? But what's smart. Microsoft going to do, Brian? I mean, you're allowed. What well, I mean, you're, I can. They can, I can, prevent, I, they can. They can prevent it, something interacting with the process. I mean, okay, possibly, but I can tell you what: I can go online today and get a free copy of Windows 10 and a free copy of Word and a free copy saying, of Office. But I'm saying for them to be able to play, they have to be running on a verified Windows system that has certain protections on and enabled and verified. I know for a fact you can get a genuine certified Windows 10 key illegally. But I'm saying that's but I'm for, saying that or that's Microsoft paid. has to have built in the operating system something that is checking that just allows you from doing injection. And it, and it will fail the check if you launch the game and you're doing it, you're allowing something that will let you do an injection into a process. I mean, the game itself should be able to know that, no? No, it doesn't. It's the operating system level that's doing it. That's what I'm saying. Why aren't they working with Microsoft? These engines cannot stop the problem. Why aren't they working with Microsoft to come up with a solution that's a permanent solution to prevent injections and processes? It sounds like they should be working with Steam, and Steam should work with Microsoft to have some type of... Uh, it wouldn't but be Steam a- doesn't run the anti-cheat. No, but it seems like it would. It seems like it would make sense if Steam had some type of. It would well, be an API, it, some it, type they of hook where the Steam client verifies. That's what I'm saying. The problem is the problem is they have this Steam overlay, and they have things that are already interacting with the the process. They have Steam has to stop doing this because how does a game a game will put in whitelist and not prevent certain things because Steam is doing an overlay. Yeah, I mean there has to be major changes in thinking. These companies really need to work together and say, we're going to solve this problem. It won't be 100%. I mean, you're never going to get rid of every form, but let's at least pre- prevent injections into processes, uh, you know, and, and start step one. You know, I don't, maybe it's because we're not so into the community, but I'll bring it up again. There's one game, Brian, that I never hear about this in, and you know exactly what game I'm talking about. That's Fortnite. I mean, again, maybe we're not. Maybe, I'm sure they're cheating, but the mechanics of the game do not reward a player as much. The the and, and perhaps they're doing things in the background. I mean, they they okay. Let's talk about them for a minute because they're doing very well. I mean, you posted a link to how much Sweeney is making. Yeah, the founder um, of Epic is worth like four billion dollars more than Gabe uh, from from Steam. Now, if they're not investing a ton of money into figuring out this anti-cheat problem, I'd be very upset because they're they're one of the ones that are most affected. Imagine if they had if their game engine was the best anti-cheating game engine out there. Well, I was hoping, and Brian, if you remember back, this wasn't that long ago. You and I were hoping that PUBG was going to be the game because they had all this freaking money and all this talent, all and these resources, and they didn't. Anti-cheat. No, they didn't. I know, and that's why they. And they, what they, killed them in the end? Well, I mean, they're not dead, but I mean, yeah. they're, they're losing it. I, I'll tell you what, our friend Ross, who who I had a, I spoke with him a couple times over the weekend. He was a big PUBG or still is, and so, he still plays it. But he used to play PUBG all the time, and he is he is at a point where he is fed up with hackers. He is just done dealing with the with the nonsense in PUBG. Yep, and so I mean, that's the thing is Tencent has a huge stake in in Epic. Um, PH is bringing up Epic owns the parent company of Easy Anti-Cheat. They have all the tentacles in the water and links to the major anti-cheat companies. Think if anyone can do it, it could be Epic. 
I mean, Epic is the one. But how do you know they're not? Me. I think they're doing it right now. Pro- it I mean, could be. Prove to me they're not. I mean, I, there's one thing. In, there's one thing. I mean, I, I don't watch Fortnite on Twitch or on YouTube. But if there was a, and maybe it's because the player base is so large, we just don't hear about it. But if there was a serious hacking issue in Fortnite in which all of the kills were being committed by hackers like they are in games like ROE, it's, I mean, I I've, I've started going through and, and looking at some of the stuff that Manpons was posting. A lot of the game-winning people in ROE in PUBG, and in PUBG are cheaters. It's blatantly obvious. They've got yep. 40, 40 kills in a PUBG match, and they're winning the game. They're just probably cheating. Maybe... Maybe it's because there's just too many play p- people that play Fortnite, but you, I just don't hear about it. I, I have never seen, we've got to stop this purge of cheaters in Fortnite. I don't know why. Well, Maybe it's because people don't want to cheat. Do you hackers in Fortnite? Do you ever see videos of people speed hacking in Fortnite? No, but I mean, I've never looked for it. I'm sure if you look it up on YouTube, there's plenty of videos of it, but it does, it's never well, surfacing like all these I other don't know this, but, but here's, here's what I think might be happening on a more technical side. I think that one thing that's, that the, the tools are all there in the engine. Um, the problem is you get companies that get lazy. I mean, first of all, we talked about Atlas. They didn't even bother to turn on their NHE because they want more players. They want more performance. Um, same thing with PUBG. They wanted more players. They wanted to have 100 players. And they so they started tuning things back. They did the exact same thing in, in H1Z1. They started not doing checks. I've said, I don't know how many times I've said server-side checks on this podcast. I have said it so many times. And I think the difference is... Epic has gone through and tuned their game to have such good performance that they don't have to turn things on to have it run right, or they don't have to turn things off. They leave, they they have everything being server-side checked. I mean, because you know what? For you to go faster than you're supposed to, you know what has to happen? The server has to be ignoring the fact that you're doing it. Because if things are probably turned on in, in Unreal Engine and you're speed hacking, the thing will say, you know what? You're going faster than you're supposed to, and the server will rubber band you back instantly. It'll be keep throwing you back to the place where you're supposed to be. If they're doing server-side checks to say, where can this person be? If they're running from here to here, where can they be in one second? Oh, they're not supposed to be 20 times farther than they are. Okay. Then we're going to put them back to where they're supposed to be. That's how it should be happening. And I think that that's what they do. I think that they've actually made the way the game in the proper way. And so the game is actually not allowing you to do all these things. The reason that, PUBG allows you to do all these things is because they don't check for it because they want their server to run faster. Epic obviously doesn't have that problem and they made it correct the first time. And so I think a lot of the problems that we run into could be prevented if they turn on server-side checks. Now, that doesn't solve everything. There's still aim bots where, you know, you have to be, you'd have to allow the server to, to do randomness on your aim and things like that. That would be, that'd be difficult. Right. But with where you're moving and how you're moving, um, relevance is an excellent way to prevent um, having people see through walls and, and using aim, uh, using wall hacks and things like that. Because if you're not even sending the information to the client that the person is there, a wall hack doesn't matter. But you know what? That requires more checking with the server of where you're at and relevancy and all that. I think Epic. The reason that we don't see it so much is because they're actually taking advantage of all the tools in the engine and and designing things to where they're saying, all right, here's how many players we can handle with everything on. And they run it that way where we've seen all these companies start turning things off because oh, we need, we can't 
some change made it to where we can't handle. We're starting to get lag. All right, let's cut back checks. Let's make them less often. I think that's what it is. That, that probably that probably is the case. Um, all right, so that's uh, that's ROE. That's Fortnite. Um, there's two Rust videos that we can get into. Okay, so yeah, I really want to see it. Show you this because yes. this is something. Yes. Remember, I, I brought this up when they first started talking about electricity, and remember they did that update where they started showing off a little bit of the electricity in yeah. Art or in oh, sorry in Rust. Uh, so go ahead and play the first one because I said I wonder how long until they do dot dot dot, and I referenced some things in Minecraft that I had seen. So here I want to show you. Here's an example of what they're doing with the new electrical system. There is a game so old that it virtually predates human civilization itself. Evidence of it has been found scrawled on cave walls next to pictures of the Rolling Stones, and it's all just really, really old. Now you can play it in Rust! I am, of course, talking about... Pong. Oh, you've never had it so good. You've never had it so good, have you? This is, after all, what you bought Rust for. And it didn't take long, did it? After the electricity update was inserted into Rust's back end at the beginning of December. So I think it was two weeks ago, or maybe three. I don't, know, I don't even know what day it is at the moment. But there was a chap on Reddit by the name of Tommy Sapper who said that he'd recreated Pong using the electricity system in Rust. Uh, so I got in touch with him and he said to me, Oh no! Oh no, um, the server that I made it on has wiped and it's all gone. But don't worry, he said, I'll make it all again. And, and so he did. And then I tried to play it on his server, but because he lives in Argentina and the string between the two cups that connect the internet of both of our countries wasn't tight enough, um, it was lagging harder than Atlas on launch day. So the long and short of it was that he just gave me the server files so I could run it on my PC here and... Uh, well, look, there he is. In body, but not in spirit. Sorry, boy, you're on the button. Huh. So, what is this? Well, if you don't know what Pong is, you uneducated swine, it's basically Wimbledon, but without the pims or overpriced strawberries. Also, for some reason, the players can bounce their balls off the walls. Actually, that does sound a lot like Wimbledon. And as I say, it's really old. It was made by Atari in 1972, which makes it even older than Minecraft. Okay, so before I go any further, Tommy Sepper says that to make it run fast enough, I've got to change a couple of convars on the server. I've got to change ioEntity.FrameBudgetMS to 5 and ioEntity.ResponseTime to 0 0.003. Yeah, the higher the number there, the slower it'll run, and the lower the number, the faster it'll run, just in case you want more of a challenge. Okay, so as you can see, we've got pressure pads on either side, one set for each player, and it's fairly simple. You just walk forwards or backwards in order to move the bat up and down the screen. The ball bounces off the walls, and I think he actually made it random so that it would bounce off at different angles. I can't remember. I think I'm pretty sure he said that. Anyway, if it goes past your opponent, then you score a point, and it's the first one up to four. I'm sure that if you wanted, you could put in some switches here so that you could turn it on and off and reset it manually, but the whole thing just keeps running and resets every time someone gets up to the magic score. I'll get someone else in in a second and we'll try it out in a two-player environment see how it functions but first of all i wanted to show you what's going on behind the scenes or perhaps we should start under the scenes should i say as you can see here and if i go through here he has actually used rather a lot of generators with great pong comes great power requirements and of course the bit that makes it all go the circuitry 
behind the screen. Yeah. Okay. Uh huh. Yes. Ah. Yes, I can see exactly what he's done here. Actually, no, I can't. This is probably not the sort of thing that you'll want to be putting into your base on the first day. Maybe towards the end of a wipe as a distraction for raiders, which which could help. This is obviously the control for the pixels on the other side of the screen. Maybe if we ask Tom nicely, he'll make us a diagram or something and you can you can build this yourself. Okay, so Mrs. Shadow Franks is gonna <laughs> Delicious. Okay, let me turn it to night then and you should see it a bit better. I need some pims right now. Oh. Got a real fancy for some pims. Pims o'clock. It's pims o'clock. So as you can see, it's not an exact scale replica of the original Pong. The screen is a lot smaller, but it's a proof of concept. And I guess if you wanted, you could scale things up and your Pong could be as large as you want it to be. So that's about it really. I mean, I just wanted to make this video to show you what people have been up to with this new system. And as you probably know, I'm a big fan of games within games, so it's been good to see. But what do you think? Please leave me your comments down below. I, I do have to say big thank you to Tommy Sepper, of course, and his friend Steck, who also was involved in its creation. Vigorously rub the like and subscribe buttons on your way out and come join me on Twitch, Twitter, Facebook, Discord, and my Steam group as well. That would be jolly nice of you. I shall catch you all soon, of course, but in the meantime, Keep calm and stay rusty. Cheerio. Wow. That was impressive. Yeah. I mean, I've seen some oh. I've seen some good redstone stuff in Minecraft. I mean, that looked like a that looked like one of those live leak videos where you see like uh, like in some of these countries when they show the streets and all the power lines are just like <laughs> yeah, in India. On top. Yeah, somewhere in India, exactly. That was impressive. So, and I and really, I mean, if you wanted to try to do something like this, um, in those early games, I'm, I don't know how long until we'll see maybe Tetris. That is a much more advanced. <laughs> yeah. It's a little, little, thing. little more, a little more complicated. Um, but what, I mean, what they're doing is pretty much taking the, the very basic chips. I mean, I saw somebody, uh, recreate one of the original processors, uh, in Minecraft. Yeah. Because all they're doing is they're pretty much on off switches, right? Um, these processors are a bunch of on-off switches. Uh, and and so they're able to look at the diagram of how those work, recreate them in this. I mean, that's pretty much what he did is here's the logic for Pong. He recreated it. That's why he saw so many wires going back and forth. And there you go. Now he had, you know, he he made that. So it'll be interesting to see what else. I wish more games. Uh Minecraft has done it. Uh, you know, here they've done it. Uh I would be really happy to see some other games, maybe that have a little bit better performance than Rust, uh, go in and, and create this kind of logic because people love to make those sort of things. Uh, if you just give them the tools to do it, this and I said at the time, I said I wish, I hope somebody goes in and makes kind of like that processor because they can make the processor and then they can have it do calculations like a little calculator, uh, you know, from those things. So it, it's kind of cool that they did that. Hopefully they'll people continue doing it because that's i mean that's pretty much a computer from 1960s 70s you know type of processor they've made it's pretty cool so pretty good yeah and it's a uh, nice challenge for people it's yeah. something other than just trolling people with a bow and uh i want to thank our friend shadow for uh for that video he makes uh 
whole bunch of Rust content. We try to show those videos every week. Actually, if, if you want, the other one's only like two minutes. Yeah, you want to show that a one? Shorter week. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you can go show that one. It's a, this is uh, just some of the updates they've done this past week. All right, here we go. Greetings, survivors and friends. I suppose you'd like an update, wouldn't you? Oh, go on then. Well, you see, even though the first page of a new year's only just been thumbed open, and even though the team at Facebunch spent most of the last two weeks eating, drinking, and trying not to think about how wonderful Rust is to work on, I have actually managed to scrape enough news off of the outside of the barrel to spoon into a small yogurt pot for you. First of all, even though there weren't really any what you would call major changes this time round, it was still a forced wipe. The seasonal content's now melted away, of course, and as I reported last month, there's been a fix for greedy tool cupboards gobbling up more resources than they should have been. This was especially noticeable when it came to Highqual, naturally, and you can read the full thrilling explanation on this month's blog. There was also a fix for a rather cool glitch that meant you could use a snow machine to completely block some cave entrances. Shame. Talking of which, over on Happis Island, if you ever visit there, the large double caves have now been removed to encourage players to raid more. How dare they not raid? And there were a few small terrain improvements. And that's about it for actual changes. And I know I said before that the oil rig was kind of expected to float out in this update, but sadly, I'm just the messenger and the messages are sometimes wrong. It's not ready yet, it seems. So, I'm sorry if you were pumped for it, but it should definitely be in next month's patch on February the 7th. And so, we come to works in progress, with the big story being this, because you can't spell thrust without rust. I'm going to say it's a two-man ultralight helicopter, although I'm sure all the masses of aviation experts who follow me will give the correct terminology in the comments and explain why this model's all wrong and would never work in real life. And but seriously, I don't care. This isn't real life, fortunately. It looks great and is obviously the most stylish and safe way to travel by air, as long as you don't stand up. I don't have a date on this. All we have at the moment is a model, so don't get tilted if it's not available to play with for a while, but I will, of course, keep you posted. Meanwhile, also on ArtStation, something else popped up which I didn't expect. This rework of an old asset, the camera, which has been a bit obscure for a long old time. Perhaps it'll become more useful for something at some point. Who knows? Would be nice if we could snap our friends and hang them on the wall, but that's just a thought. There was a commit about Wolf AI recently, and although it's too early to say what upgrades there'll be to the furry halfwits, I might have more on that in the next couple of weeks. Okay, that's about it. If I say any more, I'll just be making stuff up. So consider yourself up to date and please spank all the relevant buttons and bells on your way out if you'd be so kind. Come and join me in as many other places as you can, such as Twitch, Twitter, Facebook, Discord, and my Steam group, and I shall catch you all soon. But in the meantime, keep calm and stay rusty. Cheerio. All right. And uh, there's another uh, another Shadowfrax video. Um, as that game as well has kind of taken a little bit of a hiatus as they uh, get ready for... Uh, the next uh well as, as they come back from the holiday and get ready for the yep. for the new year yep um actually and i don't know if there's one more so hurt world we've talked about for a while and i kind of stopped talking about some of their updates because the updates i was seeing never like they they were just talking about things they were going to do and they were actually updates to the game itself i was like hmm, that's weird well they just announced they're releasing version two here in this coming week. Yeah. So they've gone through, they've been making a bunch of changes. And so now they're, they're pumping out version two. So, yeah. and this is their little, video. I don't think there's no audio on it. Oh, there's no, yeah, there's no talking on it. So, 
yeah and so, so there's a lot of uh a lot of the updates that they've been working on over the last year uh is included in this and so uh it's got vehicles and you know they're, they're building and i mean just should have some improvements i don't know we we played it for a little bit i'd be interested to see what kind of a player base they have now um but you know this has been consistently being worked on well, maybe it's worth playing now uh they're really trying to get the rating elements they're they're kind of trying to seems like they're really trying to make a version of rust in a way if you look at the way they're doing the rating and everything yeah maybe a little uh, maybe a little less rust hardcore deal. version of rust yep which i'd be down for and so yeah and so it'll be interesting to see if now that they're kind of doing a relaunch if that brings back the player base for it yeah because i know they've been working hard on it for quite a while yes sir so all right and that, i think that's it for the actually zira um what about remnants? they put out a yeah we i don't know if you want to get that last okay yeah that's fine so i was just going to mention zira they came out with an update pretty short um uh, so they they removed the christmas event that they did have going uh he worked on inventory some stuff with the map uh, made some adjustments to the weapons as far as damage amounts and then adjusted some what you know some of the things that drop in the the supply drops so that was his 0.22 update that he did here and it was this past friday yeah so now you had posted about a game yes i've been tracking this game for a while yes Called, and they will be going to a Kickstarter here soon. Yeah, it's called Remnants. We talked about it. God, I, I wish Discord to, to, would tell me when I joined a server because I, I joined their server right uh, right when I heard about it. I feel like I was tipped off by, there's a subreddit that has, uh, I think it's Survival Gaming. They've been pretty kind to yeah. us in the past. And I feel like I, I browse it every once in a while. There's not a whole lot of activity on there, as you can imagine. It's kind of a, a, a niche a genre. Um but I saw this game, it was called Remnants, and the guy was just posting like, hey, I'm building this game, and he was posting pictures in Discord and whatnot, um, and now they've got their, what is this called? This is their introduction trailer. Um, is is there... Yeah, introducing the island pre-alpha. Is there, is there talking on it? I don't remember. Um, I'm not sure. So let's... Um... No. I think it's just music. Okay, so let's just talk, so let's talk over this quick. We got like, we got like less than 10 minutes here before I gotta run. Um, yep. so this is, this is the trailer for the game remnants. It's, um, I mean, it's, it's another, it's another open world survival game based uh, on a mod based on a mod. Um, it looks, it, it's not very unique in its look. I'll give it that it's, it, it's, it's got a pretty, uh, atmosphere. It reminds me a lot of the forest based on its look. Um, it's, the, the detail of the foliage specifically the forces game that's done that I think very well um, and it's an open world uh, open world survival game uh, there's uh, it's a chemical attack I think is what it is because I know that there's radiation and all that stuff in there um, as you're seeing in the video here regular resource mining rocks trees and the, the whole bit and um, they're they're going to Kickstarter which is something that we talked about the past couple of weeks is where we have seen the uh, a drop from Kickstarter. I mean, this is this is a right. I mean, this game is just it's got PvP, wet, dynamic weather, crafting, um, base building, vehicles. It's gonna have an electrical system. It's, it's got all the all the all the checks from one of these games, um, and it's really how they implement it. And plus, how do people take it? Because part of the problem is a game can be great, but that public perception 
Uh, I mean, look at Scum, a great game. I mean, you can't say that it's not very well made, but for some reason, people just aren't taking to it. This, what they have going for them is it's based on a mod. If it has a fan base, people enjoyed the mod. Obviously, obviously there was something about it they liked. I think that, that, that usually we found that games that came from mods have some of the best chance because it has a proven uh, mechanic. You know, whatever it is, whatever that, whatever it is about that game that people enjoyed in the mod form, uh, people come back for. So we'll have to see if that carries over to this. Yeah, and I've chatted with um, I've ch God, I don't remember what the develop one of the one of the developers' names over there. I chatted with him ages ago, um, and I don't remember what our conversation was, but uh, it, it it seems like it's a pretty solid concept. It's not. Super unique in what it is. I mean, just by looking at this trailer and by looking at their Steam description page, it's, I mean, it's just kind of, it's another game in the mix. But again, we're still looking for this game. It's 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 got almost all the same mechanics as Miscreated. It's got a very similar mechanics to, uh, some mechanics to the, the original H1Z1, to, to, to Scum, to, to Rust, to R. I mean, it's, it's got a lot of these just kind of mechanics. And we're just waiting for somebody to, to come by and, and do it. Right, right do it right and do it in a reliable way so that's remnants it'll be interesting to see what their goal is on kickstarter are they going to go a little crazy and maybe not hit their goal are they going to go under and i don't think you can go crazy anymore. i don't I think mean, that's so the either. problem I, I think you have to put something ultra realistic of course i mean it's 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 a gamble it, it I, is absolutely they've, on, they've been working on it a while so i've been in their discord for it i've been in their discord at least a year and a half I mean, because if they've been working on it a while, I think that this is a type of a, a group that if Kickstarter doesn't work, they'll try another route. I mean, the same thing with Zira. Uh, Kickstarter didn't work for him, so he's trying different things. These guys may be maybe because they're so dead set on it, like here's what we were going to do. They may find that it doesn't work. I think they'll, if it doesn't work, they'll move on to something else. I mean, they'll move on to funding it a different way. Yeah. Which I think, this this will be a perfect example for us to watch and see if if my guess is true. Like, do they barely make funding? Do they go for a really low goal and make funding? Like, how are they going to handle this? And is Kickstarter really relevant anymore? Yeah, I uh, I'm looking for I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to it. All right, um, let's real quick do current players. We're super strapped for time here. I've got a yep. work engagement. I got a, a deal with here in a minute. Um, but current players, these are the games that, uh, here are some games that we talk about and well, who's currently playing them. All right. Let's look at H1Z1. This will be the, uh, King of the Kill variant. 938 people currently playing the 24 hour peak, uh, 2006 and the 70 peak, 2621. Moving on over to Ark. This is Ark Survival Evolved. Currently playing 29,924. The 24 hour peak, 43,396, with a 70 peak of 58,674. Moving on over to PUBG. 28,000 people currently playing, 28,834 rather, currently playing. The 24 hour peak is 972,455. And the seven-day peak, over a million again. It's been a while since it's been there. 1,091,897. And finally, Atlas. Currently playing 28,812. The 24-hour peak, 37,654. With a seven-day peak of 55,000. 
341. And I will remind you, looking at these numbers uh, side by side, I don't have a good side by side way to show you the numbers uh, back to back, but ARC has currently got more current players, the better 24-hour peak, and a better 70 peak than Atlas, a game that has been out three weeks, four yeah. weeks, something like that. So ARC, is, ARC, ARC has already got, I mean, it, it, it's one week. It's, it's, you know, it doesn't mean it's forever. It's, but in this one-week sample, it's got to beat all three of the, the categories that we check for, for players. So just keep in mind that as, as we continue to talk about, uh, talk about the game. Yep. So we'll have to see what happens. It'll be interesting over the next three months. Absolutely. How those player numbers, what they go down to. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, it's not like they're going to go up. No, no, not I mean, probably, unless, probably unless not. Some crazy happens. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, all right. So let's go and uh, let's go to tip of the week where either I'll give a general gaming tip or one about a specific game. Since most people this past week have been playing Atlas, so we'll talk about that. So this is tip of the week. All right, so when you start a game, uh, you start on a place called Freeport, and there's a limitation that you can only get up to level eight on that Freeport. But you will find that there are some benefits to being there because animals don't attack you by default. Uh, there's lots of resources on there. Uh, but a downside is when you die, you lose all your stuff. Uh, so it's a great place to gain those first initial eight levels uh, because there's fresh water that's readily available and uh and you don't have to worry about that it's very difficult sometimes to get water once you've gone to different islands uh one thing that you will want to do though is probably as quickly as possible get your raft and place it out in uh in the water and put a uh some sort of a box on there Uh, make sure you put a pin code on it because people will come through and relieve you of whatever items you're storing Uh, but since when you die you lose everything uh, you'll want to create that raft place the box on it and maybe put a couple extra picks and axes in there. Uh, because when you die and you lose those, you'll be all of a sudden finding yourself having to punch trees and things like that to get those made again. So if you happen to die, go grunt, run back, get another pick and axe, make sure you keep a couple extras in there, uh, and then start killing animals because those are the highest, fastest way to get XP uh, on the starter island. When you kill an animal, it gives you much more XP than doing other things. And, uh, and you can go through and get to level eight fairly quickly. Uh, once you've gotten to level eight, you're not going to be able to level up anymore. And then you'll want to get on your raft and start heading to one of the other islands. Uh, once you're on one of those other islands, you'll be able to continue going up for levels. Um, they did make an adjustment in this past, or they're making an adjustment in this past patch to where you'll have um, some more skill points and things to spend as you level up than you did before. Uh, so hopefully you have a little more freedom but you, you will be very limited at level eight. So make sure you go through and, uh, and get once you get to level eight, then move on. But that is a good place to start and get kind of build up as many resources as you can initially. So that's it. That's tip of the week. I was waiting. There was a pause there. I was like, what's going Sorry. on here? That's tip of the week. All righty. Thank you very much, Brian. We appreciate that. Um, who's our raffle winner here? Raffle winner here. All right. Here. So we let's got a go ahead and close this. And we will draw one six. So congratulations, oh, one six. Yes. 
you have one, I will send you a message here on Twitch and uh, it'll have your key in there. So congratulations. Yes, congratulations and thank you. Uh, thank you for joining us live this evening. All right, uh, Friday night, we're playing Fortnite. Oh, I know, real scary. Yeah, God forbid. Um, you can join us 8 o'clock Eastern in our Discord, all the links, all that stuff on our website. It's infectionpodcast.com. Brian, I know your um, your voice is, is uh, still not the greatest, but thank you uh, thank you for joining us this week and, uh, and uh, you know, being part of the program. Appreciate it. We made it through, so yes, sir. that's good. We survived. So if you want to find me, uh, you can go catch yeah. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> at Boise Computer on Twitter. Um, or if you want to go check out my blog, biteoftech.com, make sure you go to our website, infectionpodcast.com. Join our Steam group if you want to get a notification for the next live show. Um, our Discord if you want to hang out and chat. Maybe you want to join us for Game of the Week and play some Fortnite with us this Friday. Uh, join our Discord server. Or if you want to submit news, um, if you want to give ideas for different news topics, we have a news channel in there that we look through uh, every week, but want to make in the show notes. And it's a great way place to uh, hang out and just talk. So, and it, I know there's people out there that, cause we, every once in a while we get people saying, Hey, I've been listening for a long time and uh, I'm finally coming in, <laughs> you know? So we encourage you to do that. Yes, absolutely. Uh, join us in there. And, um, and yeah, we have, we have a good time. Good, uh, good stuff going on in our discord. All right, Brian, thank you very much. And uh, we'll see you Friday night for Fortnite, And then uh, we'll very see good. you, uh, we'll see you next Tuesday at, uh, at seven. Very good. I'll see you then. Alrighty, folks. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter if you want to check out my antics at Nicholas M. Craig. Of course, as uh, as always, our website is infectionpodcast.com. That's going to do it for another episode of Infection. Thanks so much for joining us, everybody. Have a great week. We'll see you next time.